It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Hey, where are you going, Jim? The elevator's over here. Taking the stairs. But our meeting's up on 8. Yeah, I know. But that's 8 floors up. That's like 8 times... I don't... A lot of stairs. That's the point. I've already lost a few pounds and earned almost $100 in wellness incentives. Whoa, you're getting rewarded for working out? Yeah, I know. I'm just as surprised as you are, Bob. Fearless is full of surprises. That's the power of the Blue Cross and Blue Shield Federal Employee Program. Learn more about our healthy benefits and sign up at fepblue.org slash chooseblue by December 11th. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. I appreciate you listening to this podcast each and every single day. A lot to discuss. In less than five minutes, you're going to hear my one-on-one interview with rookie cornerback Kivare Russell. I'll explain more about his situation, how he landed in Cincinnati. It's really unique and much more. He played in his first NFL game this past Sunday. Follow me on Twitter at James Erpine and make sure you subscribe, like, share. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast, one part of the ever-growing, fastest-growing podcast network in the world today, the Locked on Podcast Network. So, Kivare Russell gets drafted Played for uh, Notre Dame, played for Brian Kelly, and here we go. Kivare Russell, he's a third-round draft pick, cornerback, showing upside, goes to Andy Reid's Chiefs, good defense, great time to be a Kansas City Chief, only to get released after the first game he played in. And they really didn't say why. He didn't really say why. They said it was performance issues, but... The Bengals swooped in, and it was a third-round draft pick. Essentially, got him for free, just use a waiver claim on him, and now Kivare came to the Bengals. This was earlier this year after week two, I believe, and the uh, second time I've talked to him this year. Anyways, Kivare, when Chaiki Brown went down, the, everybody moves up in the cornerback list, and it was the first time Russell had a chance to be on the active 46-man roster. He's been on the 53 since coming to the Bengals, but got in, got some playing time. And in this interview, the reason I talked to him and the reason I thought it was vital to start the show with this, listen, it's about, it's a longer interview. It's about eight minutes, but listen to his passion, his drive in, in, I, he, I don't think he's feeding me BS here. Uh, I, I really think this dude is working really, really, really hard at his craft and it, he said it's it's working in practice. Obviously, he was activated last week. And we talked about young players, and I've talked about how I wanted to see young players, wanted to see William Jackson III. Kivare is another guy I want to see play down the stretch. The Bengals are 3-7-1. and one, And even though mathematically there's a chance at the playoffs, you and I both know probably not happening. So 
I, I, without further ado, here's my one-on-one interview with Kivare, Kivare Russell. And really pay attention, especially the last, like, four minutes. It's, it's great stuff. He, it's just great stuff. Here we go. One-on-one with Kivare Russell. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. James Rapine in the Bengals locker room with cornerback Kivare Russell. You got in the other day. How did it feel to get out there, get, get a little playing time? It was nice, man. Like I said, obviously, um, like I said, it's, I had to wait a long time to finally get on the field. Like I said, that was the first time I really suited up in the regular season this year. And it was nice, man, to finally go out there and just play with the team. And like I said, just to get a feel, get a feel for how, how the NFL game is, because it's totally different than obviously the preseason. Like the game's a lot faster than the preseason, and you're going, to, you said, you're going against the team starters. Like I said, during the preseason, like every time I went in, it'd be like some some of the team started, but sometimes you know some of the rookies, the young guys, they want to see in the preseason. So it was good to get out there in front of like I said some start, uh, starting group of NFL like I said, actual NFL game and NFL atmosphere and like I said, uh, big ass AFC opponent too. So it was, it was real good to get out there and finally compete. What do you think moving forward? Do you think there's going to be an opportunity for you to, to continue to get on the field on a regular basis? I, I believe so, man. But at the end of the day, I still got to just do my part. Like I said, I, I, I personally believe I think there's, there's always an opportunity to get out there and, like I said, showcase what I can do. Like I said, that, 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 that comes at practice. Like I said, if I keep continuing to get better, which I have been, and like I said, I've been playing well at practice, like I said, I think, I think you'll most likely see more of me. But at the end of the day, that's just my confidence in myself. But it ultimately, it comes down to what, like I said, what the coach's decision is. Like I said, if they, if they believe that I should get out there more, then they put me out there more. If they believe, it's not time for that, or they said, you know what I'm saying? That's, I just got to listen to what they what they say, and that's what I've been doing. And that's why, I mean, I think that's why they did give me some reps out there, whether, it's, whether it is defense, special teams, no matter what. I just want to get out there and play. I don't care what it is. <laughs> so I just got to keep doing my part. The Eagles, you, you watch them on film. What, what did you see from their wide receiver group? Uh, nationally, they, they talk about how bad Carson Wentz's weapons are. Is that is that the case, or are they? Uh, how are they? You can't. I mean, if you, if you look at it, like I said, you see the amount of yards he's already thrown for as a rookie. I mean, over 2,000 yards as a rookie, you can't really, I mean, it's what, through week 11, you can't say he has, has, doesn't have any weapons if you throw for that amount, as you, this is your first year. So, like I said, he, he has got, like I said, Bryce Treggs, I know him from, we, we played a couple comp, kind of combine events at, in high school, so Bryce Treggs, he could take the top off of defense. Let's say they got, uh, like, um, dude from Oklahoma, my guy, uh, Beckham, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, back my boy, Doyle Green Beckham, like I said, I played with him at the Army game, and I, so I, I know what he can do. I mean, he's 6'6", six, six, runs 4'4", four, four, like, he's explosive, like I said, they, obviously, they probably, maybe, they, let's say they didn't put the numbers that Everybody's expecting. It's like, well, a lot of they they got a young group of guys. So they like said, but even overall, they like said I think they've done a good job for being like I said having a young quarterback and a young group of receivers together. Like I said, and then like I said, Matthews as a veteran running back, he's he's great out of the backfield. One of the one of their best receivers out of the backfield. Like I said along with I mean everybody knows Darren Sproles. So they got weapons. It's like I said, obviously just putting it together and figuring out. Like I said whose roles which. Cause like I said, that's, but I think overall, man, they're they're a group you can't. You cannot overlook this group. Like, so if you look at it like, like I said, like, like as you as you may have said, the uh, the country may have looked at they don't have weapons. If you look at it like that, they can go. You, they can go in there and put forty on you. <laughs> so that's why we're not we're not definitely not overlooking what they what they uh, have. In this cornerback room, there's obviously some veterans: Dre Kirkpatrick, Adam Jones, among others. Has anyone taken you under their wing, or have you looked uh, to the veterans to, to help guide you your rookie season? Yeah, I'm constantly always going toward to veterans, man. Even like I said, uh, even outside the position, like I said, Carlos Dansby, like guys like that. Just look, just kind of see uh, how veterans do. How, like I said, and then the, the the term people always say is you being a pro's pro, right? I just want to see. Uh, so I always constantly pick like Dre's uh, mind apart, especially Pac-Man. Oh, he's been in the league with 12 years, so I, like I, said, I really go to Pac 
Black man, he'd probably be the first one I go to just because he's added the DBs. He's been in the league the longest. I mean, a lot of I mean, some even some of the veterans still go to him. Like I said, even uh, like I said, Dre, he talked to Pac Man a lot. Uh, George, because like I said, Pac Man twelve years. That's, like I said, Dre been in the league five years, five to twelve. That's still a big difference. That's still a big difference from what you've seen the players you've seen. Like, like I said, uh, like I said, Pac Man, he, he talks about Terrell Owens, Randy Moss, all these guys not even league no more. Like it's like it's guys had posters. That's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. Guys, that you, we, I mean, to this day, kids are gonna be growing like, dang, like I never get to see him play. It's like Pac Man played against these guys. Like, so that's what I mean. I always talk to him just to see like the kind of different thing, like far as con conceptually, like what are you seeing out there? What can I expect? How should I play my leverage? So I'm always, yeah, I'm always going to those guys because just because I understand, like, even if I do know something, it's like I, I still can get, I can fine tune it a little bit more because, like I said, I mean, I got talent, I got ability, obviously, but a lot of people, most most people in this league got the same thing. So it's how do I get that edge on the next? Like I said, when coach does throw me in, okay, when I, how how do I prepare myself like Pac-Man would, like someone who's been in the league a while to where I'm already still a step ahead, even though I'm a young guy, I still kind of expedite that process of, okay, I, I kind of got a better understanding than some guys at my age. The last time I talked to you, you still hadn't gotten settled in Cincinnati. Yeah. Do, do you have a place? Do you feel settled? I'm good now. Yeah, I got my place. Got my got everything shipped from Kansas City, so I, I'm good now. I'm fine. It's a lot easier too. Mentally, I'm a lot better now. <laughs> I bet. Any favorite favorite restaurant in Cincinnati? You got it. You got any? I, I really haven't. I haven't been uh, far, far as any new places because I haven't tried any of the chili places. I keep hearing about this chili you guys have. <laughs> then I said I heard Precinct is a nice place to go eat. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try it a few places. I still, but overall, I still. I mean, I'm still. You know, I, I you know. Gonna be watching, watching film. Get, I want to get everything set, still settled, like just being here. Like I'm not worried about all the outside stuff right now. It's like I, I got here. I'm worried about getting on this field. So I really haven't been going out much. I go out to you know the same spots. Like whether I've been to Ruth Chris, but I've been there many times. Like yeah. you know, or like whether it's a uh, Cadoba, like stuff like I've been like stuff places I know already. I haven't really tried too much yet, but eventually I will try to try to spread my wings and start going out a few places. So work, 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 and no play. Basically, right now, man. Basically, right now, just because like I said as a young guy, I'm trying to. Like I, said, I still, I mean, when I go home, I, I, my my free time is just relaxing. Like I, I rarely go out much. Like I said, even just like even for like like Monday night football, you know, go to, go somewhere to go. I really, I really do stuff like that. Just go out and just do something. I just I, once I get home, I like to like say do my studying and like I said, relax and enjoy my time. Just enjoy the, like I said, the relaxation. Do you think your work ethic changed or evolved? from your time in Kansas City because you know what happened there so now you're doing everything you can to make sure that, that nothing like that happens again or, or were you working this way in Kansas City as well? I definitely was but it's definitely a uh, mindset's a little different it's more of a uh, more a detailed and focused like mind like, before I was working hard but it was just I was working hard like, I don't know I don't, like, but there was times like you know there might be a, a, a um, like a, I don't know, you know, I'm trying to say, like, I can't even think of a term, but for, just for now, but I'm definitely, it's more just focus and attention to detail, how, how I'm working and why I'm doing each thing now. It's always like, everything's jotted down. Okay, why should I do this? And what is my study? And how am I studying? How much should I study? How, like I said, even now, like I, said, I devoted myself now, that like just yesterday, that I told myself, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, I really want to start putting everything into this game. I think that's what the difference was. Like, in Kansas City, I put, I put a lot into the game, like I've always had. But I still don't think, even when I was a kid, even to high school and everything, I don't think I put everything I have into this game. And everybody says, you, everybody, you know, everybody, we, we all say that, but as I dive, I dove into it last night. I was talking about, like, I feel like I'm, I mean, I told myself today, like, sleep, eating, all that, that's all part of it. A lot of people overlook that. They think you work hard at practice, oh, yeah, I put 100% to this game. It's like, but you go home and you eat a cheeseburger every day. That's not putting 100% to this game. This game, it calls for so much more if you want to be a great player. So, I mean, I literally, I mean, sleep is something like I'm big on. I'm about to start getting back on my diet plan. Just stuff like that, breaking it down to where I'm, 
to where I, there's no there's no reason why I can't be a great player. I said I got the ability. That's the God already gave me that. There's no question in that. Now what do I do outside of that to become an even better player? To where my body heals faster. If if I stay healthy, my body heals faster. I'm gonna be on the field longer. I said I'm, you know what I'm, I'm gonna be able to play through the season longer. I'm gonna be able, I said I'm I'm gonna be able to sleep better. Like I said, if I eat, put in put in the right stuff in my body. So stuff like that. That's where I think now it's like when I, when I did get cut. It's like okay, when I, the next opportunity I get, I want to make sure this is the best opportunity for me. But then I said I, I said I want to be the best, one of the best players to ever play this position. I did like that's one thing. I, once when I got cut, I said the next time I get, I'm gonna, that's going to be the starter process to working to be in my mind one of the best players to play, ever play this position at this position. It's going to be tough to do, but I, I'm going to start. Like I said I, I want to be able to do that now. I can't wait till we, we are three. Okay, now I'm going to start doing certain things. Now nah, I'm 23. Obviously, I can do some things outside. It wouldn't affect me as if I was 35. But why wait? Why wait? Let's, let's start it now. Well, good luck. I'm sure fans really like your passion. We look to seeing you on the field starting Sunday. Appreciate you, man. Thanks a lot. So that's the interview. And, and to me, that, that last, the, the statements by him of, oh, well, yeah, I was working hard and I was practicing, but now I know I got to do this and this and this. And all this dedication and all this stuff at 23 years old, learning that now is not only going to make him a, a better player when he's 35, like he mentioned, but it's going to give him a chance to really thrive in the NFL, and, and just, I, I believe what he was saying, if that makes sense. Like, sometimes athletes aren't going to give you straight up what they feel or what they believe. They'll give you the, the normal speak. But the way he was talking, it wasn't like, yeah, I, I just got to make sure my diet's right and I'm working hard and I'm giving it everything I got. It wasn't that. There was passion behind it, and, and, and I think that's how he is. And if he approaches an interview with me that way, imagine how he approaches film and all the, all the things. I asked him his favorite restaurant – didn't really have one because he hasn't been out. And I, I believe that, uh, you know, so it, it's interesting to see. And it's going to be interesting. And the reason I got Kivare on was because of that. Because, well, one, a lot of Bengals players that want to talk. And two, we need to start talking to these young guys and hearing from the young guys and seeing them play. Because I think that the Bengals can rebuild quickly in be good again next season. Clearly, they're not good this year. I think it's very achievable and very likely that this could just be a blip on the radar, kind of like 2010 was. 09, good, not great, but good. Playoffs. 2010, expected to contend, blip. 2011, reload, make playoffs. The rest is history. I think this can be a 2010 season where they, boom, get back in gear. I don't think it's an 07 year where they've just underachieved and then in 08, they underachieved again. I don't think so. I think it can be – well, it could go either way. I'm saying the opportunity is there for them to turn things around quickly, and one of the ways to do that is to get some of these young guys some playing time. So next season, when that rolls around, Kivare Russell can be in the game, can contribute and play the way you expect a third-round pick, a, a guy who could contribute and be a big part of why you turn things around. That's why I wanted to see William Jackson III, to be honest with you, because I think William Jackson III can play. I think he's really good. And, and to, to see him just ride in pine, I, I disagree with that. So, so that's how that goes. Tomorrow, you're going to hear from Joe Goodberry. And Joe, I'm going to preview the, the Eagles game with him. And Friday, you're going to hear from Adam Jones, and I'll give you a prediction. So I talked to Adam today. We'll, we'll hold off on that until Friday. And then, like I said, Joe Goodberry comes on all the time. I'm going to talk to him about a bunch because I, I think this, off, uh, this offense should – feature Tyler Boyd more I think he should be fed to be honest with you I've talked to people down at the Bengals stadium they thought he's played well 
I talk to Joe, you know, guys who've watched film and, and broken everything down. They think he's played well. My own two eyes on Sunday, I thought he was the best wide receiver the Bengals had and that he should have got more targets, more touches, however you could get the ball in his hands. That's just me. I think he's going to grow. I think he's going to get better. And when you're building for next season, if you can get Boyd to be that, that man in the slot that's going to be like a Jarvis Landry type or someone like that. I know Marvin has compared him to Randall Cobb. If you want him to be that, you're going to have to give him some touches. So next year, he's ready to take off. So I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Appreciate you listening, as always, each and every single day. Tomorrow, Joe Goodberry. Friday, Adam Jones and a prediction. How about that? Follow, like, share, subscribe, tell. Here's who you should tell about the Locked On Bengals podcast. Any Bengals fan that's interested in it. That means your mom, your dad, your uncle, your brother, your sister, your cousin, your ex-girlfriend. I don't care. Tell them. Tell them to like, share, and subscribe because we got a lot coming up. And I know draft season is something people are semi-looking ahead to now with the Bengals at 3-7-1. and one. I'm going to have great draft coverage. We're going to have some of the best draft coverage you can get. I'll preview it. I'll hell. I'll, I'll, I'll write about it on ESPN 1530 and 700WLW.com like I did last year. So there'll be extensions of the draft coverage. It won't just be the talking word, but it'll be here. I'll also be written on my website. Until then, appreciate you listening. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm James Erpine. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild-card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.